0: Magic doesn't have to start out being this arcane, complicated system. Magic can meet you where you are. It can meet you at the intersection
1: of the occult and pop culture. I wanted to write the kind of book about magic that I wish existed.
0: This is Alex Kazemi, author of the new book Pop Magic. He's worked with artists like Marilyn Manson and he attributes magic to helping him find great collaborations and creative outlets.
1: Like when I started to discover magic, I felt like there was a lot of overcomplicated and just, I was just like, when are we going to get to the magic stuff? When are we going to cut to the core? Like I want to do this. That's what the book is a bit of a reaction to is everything, edgelord culture. um, You know, those those type of occultists who literally sell spells on Patreon telling people that they're God, you know, becomealivinggod.com. Like I saw all of this stuff as an outsider, and I wanted to create a reaction to it and a response to it. And I hope that I am a disruption in in the magical and occult community.
0: For the full 102 minute interview, become a patron at patreon.com slash witchesandwine. We go more into depth into deprogramming, meeting celebrities, and even Diplo in drag. We're also giving away two copies of Pop Magic, to enter, go on my TikTok, at Hi Chawan. Hello everybody, Chowan here. I have with me Alex Kazemi. He wrote this book called Pop Magic. When I first got this book, I was like, Pop Magic, oh, I don't know about that. This is truly one of those, please do not judge a book by the cover or by the title. And Alex, I am so happy to have you here today, welcome.
1: I'm so happy to be here. I love your channel and the space that you're providing for the occult community and it's so exciting to be here.
0: As you mentioned in the book, there's not many intro sources to magic that are accessible and sort of for a younger generation.
1: I understand that the occult appeals people because it's overcomplicated and mathematical yes. and confusing and it can give people a sense of identity because it, it, it's different and it's, and it's obscure, you know, like edgelords and all that stuff. But I think uh, I wanted to create a kind of book that could be accessible to anyone and make them have the opportunity to, to practice magic in the way that we are presented with dogmatic religions like Christianity that, you know, at least, know, at least try to have the opportunity to believe in magic.
0: This book, it's a self-help book on magic and deprogramming. What is deprogramming and why is that such an integral part of this magic book?
1: I think we are inundated with corporate energies all the time. And and we're living in a time where we can edit our reality to a utopian perfection. And constantly we're inundated with Twitter feeds and Instagram feeds and Comparative culture and approval addiction culture. There's just so many forces against us. And I think deprogramming from that is a part of sustaining your magical consciousness, is having a clear mind saying, I'm going to take out whatever doesn't belong to me and give it back to society. And I'm going to rake through my brain and see, hmm, is that really me? Or was that something that I'm just trying to be? Like, I think that people need to wake up to a new kind of consciousness, which would mean a real individualism, a real counterculture, rather than creating more binaries as counterculture.
0: You're touching upon a concept that, I'm sure if you've studied Hinduism and Buddhism, it's Maya, it's the illusion. Or if you've watched The Matrix, it's The Matrix that you're talking about. You talk about protection rituals, yeah, entities, magical aesthetics, gender shape-shifting, all that stuff. Now glamour magic, I think, is a huge, huge part of modern society because social media is driven by visuals. Yes, social media drives a lot of modern society, especially for younger people. You have a chapter on sexuality and gender shape-shifting. And shape-
1: I think a lot of people when they practice magic, they start to access their connect to their soul. Or even the idea of the soul you know some people don't even believe in souls which is so terrifying to me but um you know the the idea of the soul and that the body and and the constructs of society and and the name of our gen you know our gender title and our sexuality title and all that stuff that stuff kind of gets taken away so when you open yourself to realizing that stuff can be shattered from a magical point of view, you might be more explore, you might explore more. you might explore your sexuality more, you might explore your gender more, because that stuff, you don't feel that constriction anymore. I also believe that everyone's instincts of their souls should be harnessed. So like I say, you know, if I question me wearing a backwards cap because society taught me to do that, but then I go back to it and want to do it, I think that's fine
0: one of the ways that David Bowie touched a lot of people was the fact that he kind of was the shapeshifter, you know, like right in front of us defined. I mean, without David Bowie, there would have been no punk music, no... No Manson. Yeah, no Manson. I mean, David Bowie was... I didn't realize this until I watched this documentary about the history of rock and roll, just how important he was. And so much of what made him like that was that he embodied that alien... Androgynous, masculine, feminine, shapeshifting energy, and throughout his career, he shapeshifted, and he did it visually, musically, and he did it with impunity. You talk about it in your book of you getting in touch with your own femininity and why that was so important.
1: Well, I think um, it was important for me to to i to get in touch with my own femininity because. I was using emotion to charge my magic, and and that's why I believe that females, by their nature, deserve to know about magic, because it's this outlet for this uh, biological higher emotionality that I think um, can be very powerful, but also for me in my own life, I was very persecuted in my life for being sensitive, for being creative, for being emotional, for being, um, you know, kind of expressive in my emotions and being in touch with my Uh, feminine traits and I wanted to take ownership of that and say you know this is magic this is positive you know all art is created from emotion and feeling and and alchemy and, and and there is an inherent um desire I think in most people to come to touch with their feminine energy I think um but they're afraid of it you know because society taught us it's negative, you know, and I think that's so sad because it's inherently so powerful. And I think when we when we identify, when we use our will to take charge of accessing that emotion and like what what I teach in my book is that all emotion is is just energy. Like when you start to practice magic, just view your emotions as energy. You're not constricted by your anger. You're not constricted by your joy. View it as energy that you can redirect, alchemize and use Rather than before when when I was kind of walking asleep, my I was just a victim of my emotions and feelings and so Fiona apple about my life, you know? I was I was very, you know, um, kind of so much I'd so self identified. I'm so emotional, I'm too sensitive. People don't feel the way that I do, you know, I just felt like very like like most cancers do. But um I think once I took charge of that and said, no, 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 I could alchemize all of this. I, I, I constantly try to sustain a state between um, my ego and my soul and, and just be pure awareness and just consciousness. Just watch each.
0: Between the soul superego and the ego, you're not rejecting the ego. You need that ego to operate in this world but you're in touch with sort of like the the guy who or girl or whoever is on the mountain looking down, the general on the mountain looking down at the field. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's the midpoint. We are that midpoint. We can exist as that midpoint. Because I'm telling you, anytime – because I call it the mental throne um, because we're living in the era of the mental throne. So it doesn't matter if you're like Trump or an Instagram influencer or, you know – Britney Spears or, or, well, she doesn't seem like to have a big ego at all, so I mean like Ariana Grande maybe, or you know, someone who has a lot of stuff to identify with. It's always going to be a holographic virtual experience, a mental possession, it's always going to be the template of the ego, it's going to be a high and a low, and I think um, I try to sustain as much zero identification as I can, because when I go into that egoic place. I go crazy. Me too. Like, and I just went crazy
0: earlier today. So I, I totally get it. <laughs> no, yeah, I totally it's, know It's what you everyday mean.
1: practice because you can, I mean, I'm being fed a lot of ego stuff right now. I'm getting a lot of ego food. I'm here talking to you. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I have to, I have to stay grounded to, to realize that I want more and, and I don't want to do stay too comfortable with with what I have and I think, but most importantly, I don't want to over identify with it and believe, you know, some people don't want to take off the the avatar version of themselves, you know, I mean, some people uh, want to stay in that state all the time, rather than have a zero identification with it.
0: A lot of times when we talk about ego death, ego death is terrifying.
1: Oh, it was. I've done that. Oh, it, how it, was it? It well, it was through Kabbalah. Um, it was when I was said that I had to just completely stop identifying with with everything that was me. And I, it was it was a grief. It was painful. I, I lost my sense of self. Where I was like, I had to realize that I could work for everything. I could I could be have all this status, anything that I wanted, and all it would just be. Would just be ego. And that was really hard for me to create that separation because, as someone who was so success driven, I was like, no, 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 that's all me. Like, that's me. I'm getting all of this. And then when I had to break it apart, it was tragic, but it was the best thing that had ever happened to me because I was like, oh, wow. Like, now I understand that I don't have, to, I'm, I'm a manager of what I have rather than the owner. I can, I'm managing all of this energy, um, um, you know, whatever I have, the ability to write books, whatever. I'm not the, I don't have to identify it as me.
0: I love that. I'm the manager of all these like masks, all these roles, not the owner. And you talk a lot about candle magic and that being your favorite type of magic to do. And I think a lot of people, they are doing some sort of candle stuff. People love candles, but what's the difference between candle magic and let's say buying a Yankee candle that smells good and like taking a bubble bath. And then I don't know, thinking about somebody that you like and masturbating, like how is that different?
1: (laughs) Well, I think, I think the difference is intention and directing your intention and your purpose, because when you do magic, it's about, it's about making a clear intention about what you want and, and visualizing what you want. I mean, that's, probably the most disappointing thing that people learn when they start to practice magic. They're like, Oh wait, it's just the Oprah visualization. <laughs> like this isn't all the old occult books. What? This is what witchcraft is, but really it is the nature of what magic is. And I think the difference is, is when you just light a candle, there's usually no intention, but when you're charging a ch- candle with your energy and you're using it and using the element of fire and, you're it, you're creating a time in whether it's on a full moon or a new moon to i to identify and tell the universe, tell your angels, tell you know wherever magic is sent, what you will and what you want, and and that's very positive to me.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that you used candle magic to get connected with Marilyn Manson, and I think a lot yeah. of people are going to be like, what, really? <laughs> Like maybe they haven't even thought about it, you know, that you can actually use candle magic for something as big as that. Can you tell us that story?
1: Well, yeah. So when I had first, I when I was like around um, 2019, 21, I was pretty nihilistic and apathetic. And I didn't have any sense of spirituality. I was very materialist. I was very um, self-identified with a lot of um, uh, d- depression, OCD, um, self-harm, mental health issues. I was, I was, I was in a darker state and I, and I, and, and whenever I heard about positive thinking or spirituality, I was like, fuck off. Like I don't, you know, the, mm, every day the world is going to end like a very doom generation vibe and apocalyptic and, and I, I was very, um, were you emo and, Pardon? Were you emo? Were you like emo, emo kid? I was an emo kid and a scene kid for sure. Oh, okay. So, so it was the late teens of the the kid who listened to Fall Out Boy in the class, you know. Yes. So it was it was, it was a lot of um, anger and all that stuff. So, um, I kind of one day, just uh, it was my twenty first birthday, and I got um, a spirit came to me, and literally a spirit came to me and was like, research witchcraft. Learn about witchcraft, it's going to be a part Wait, of your
0: Wait, did, pop- you like, did you have any sort of visitations before this? No. Weren't so you scared?
1: Was... <laughs> no. no, no, I, I was ready. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, okay, let's do it. So it was like, um, you know, research witchcraft. So I did it and I was like, this is it. Like, this is it. This is what I need. This is what's been missing. This is, I need to connect to spirituality. I can connect to nature. I can connect to dreams, my will, magic, my full potential. It just unlocked everything for me. And um, so, you know, I said to myself, you know, if magic is real, who would I want in my life? It would be Marilyn Manson, just because that was just my patriarchal kind of idol. and, And I just always identified with him. And I was just like, if, you know, if I, if, if a fairy could come to me and be like, bring Marilyn Manson to your life, I would want it. So I got a black candle because black corresponded with Capricorn. And I was like, OK, I'm going to visualize Marilyn Manson in my life, but not just him in my life. I'm going to visualize him helping me. I'm going to v- visualize us unifying, helping each other, something really positive and, and just... I believed in myself so hard, so when I did the first spell, someone coincidentally, coincidentally goes to a party that I know and met Manson and got his number, and then I said give me his number, like I, I just changed, I was just so like, the spell was working, I was like I'm ready, give me his number, and she gave it to me, so on his birthday, I did another spell. And I visualized the feeling of him responding to me because, come on, it's Manson. And he could ignore me. He could not give a fuck. Like, you know, he's so famous and powerful. So I was like, okay, I need to use magic again. So I visualized and I didn't know how magic worked at the time. So I was like, whatever, like he hasn't responded. I'm just going to leave my phone in the kitchen and go to bed. So I'm like laying in bed and then I hear my Blackberry go off. And I was like, oh, my God, is it him? And then I looked down on my phone. It's like, hey, it's M.M. Sorry, I've been with Johnny Depp. What's up? And I was like, whoa, magic is real. I just shattered reality with my will. This, This is not a coincidence. I created this for sure. I take responsibility. And yeah, it was really cool. If you had to
0: describe or pick three artists or songs, let's go with songs. Oh, no. That describe pop magic. And your magic that you talk about in Pop Magic.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Well Ray (laughs) of Light by Madonna would be the first one. Cool. Um, Why? Um, because it I think it's about uh having a having your own ray of light era. You know, you know, having that that magical glow from surviving um, what you've survived and, and, and coming out on the other side and, 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 and your first time being in touch with magic. And I, and I think that that ray of light corresponds with that time mm-hmm. in Madonna's career that, but a lot of people just thought it was just like a new age phase, but you know, there was a lot of magic happening behind the scenes because Kabbalah is a very advanced form of magic. Mm -hmm. um i would try to switch the question and be like you know the 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 book kind of represents whatever you consider to be a magical song so Mm -hmm. anything that makes you feel magical and what that's what the book should represent to you how about your own personal magic probably another madonna song easy ride I love that. <laughs> uh, easy, easy ride because it's all about um, wanting to work for what you want to accomplish magically mm-hmm. and um, and wanting to survive. I mean, M- Madonna's music is full of occult knowledge. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, people, she doesn't get enough respect for all of the occultism surrounded in her work to this day. But yeah, easy ride would be my practice because she says, I don't want an easy ride. And I think, uh, and she says, I want to work for it. And I think that's how I feel about magic. I don't, I'm not setting out these big intentions to not work for it. I have to work for it. I have to dedicate all of my will and my life to magic.
0: Very different from, I think, what a lot of new agey types would say, which is, oh, it should be easy. There's actual glamour in the grind. Is that what
1: you kind of got the vibe from when you saw Pop Magic? You thought you were going to read another New Age book?
0: I totally did. I totally... (laughs) You know what? I'll even go further than that. When I saw this book, I thought it was going to be one of those books that talks about... Every morning, make yourself a cup of tea. (laughs) You
1: know? No. I must have shocked you. Also, the reason why is
0: because there's a picture of you in the back with angel wings. And I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be one of those like drink tea in the morning sort of.
1: books." <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> it's supposed to be like the AI version of me <laughs> it's supposed to be like the, the, the holographic hologram version of me that just exists in Barnes and Nobles. Do you like Grimes? I love Grimes. Really? Yeah. You, I think, I think it's interesting Um, what she's doing, um, I think it's a very like egoic kind of magic though. Like she's very, it's about power and, you know, Elon Musk and, and, and feeding the ego. And what I've found doing magic is that when you do that kind of magic, it's dark. If you're, if you start to identify with what you're accomplishing through magic and you believe you're powerful, which I want people to believe they're innately powerful. But if you start to believe in a kind of ego power, Mm -hmm. oh I mean um, that's the
0: definition of those like edge lord occultists, right? They think that they're god.
1: I, I want them to to think differently from the dogma. Everyone preaches anti dogma, but all we find in the occult community is separatism. I don't like that. Like, I you know I'm a more powerful witch than you. Like vibe, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I I'm I'm I, I've you don't know how much Thelema I've read or, you know, you don't know how much Kabbalah, you know, Sephirots I know about and all this. Stuff. It's just it's just so it's so about ego, it's so about magic providing an identity for you and, and a place in the world rather than, you know, the unifying collective power of what magic could be. I really want magic to help people. And that's why I'm doing this, because I just genuinely want to help people.
0: Yeah, so where can people contact you or learn more about you?
1: Well, I have no social media accounts, but I have um, alexkazemi.com and fan mail at alexkazemi.com. You can write me a letter or tell me how the book helped you or changed your life or any type of magical experience. I'd love to hear about it. Permuted
0: Press was kind enough to send two extra copies of your book. I know, Whoa, right? Whoa, that's As a so giveaway. Cool. As a giveaway. Oh, so yay!
1: That's so nice! I
0: leave it to you to give a question to the audience, and if they will comment down below their response, we'll randomly choose two people, and it could be anywhere in the world, and we'll send the book off to you. So, Alex, what would you like to ask the audience?
1: Oh, could I also do like trivia like that I've you said in the interview? You could do that,
0: too. It's, okay, it's okay. totally up to you.
1: Okay, what color candle did I use to manifest Marilyn Manson into my life?
0: Yes, we did. Not only did we mention the color, but we also mentioned an astrological sign. So again, guys, if you would like to get a copy of this book, there's two copies anywhere in the world, worldwide. If you would like a copy of the book, it's a great book, guys. It's so easy to read. Like, seriously, I was just like... I read a lot of occult books, right, because, you know, publishers send them to me. And a lot of times the books are very, very, they're interesting, but they're very difficult to read. It takes like complete focus and concentration. But this book, I was able to read and enjoy. Like I was sounding like a stereotype, but I was like drinking my mushroom tea (laughs) and I was like reading it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Pokemon, awesome. Taylor Swift story, love it. You know, so it was also just a fun read. And in a lot of ways, I think, at least, I think there's nothing wrong with enjoying the book that you're reading and learning things because it's easy to put in your mind because you actually understood what was being written about.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of fun cameos in the book. So I think you can have a lot of fun figuring, going into that world, but also creating your own. with with those practices and then you know I want people to leave this book with real-world results and magic and also because like I said we need we need the combination of the upper world work and the lower world work to manifest what we want and I hope we've changed your mind on some things and opened your mind and made you think on some topics that you were questioning before
0: and you know what as we were speaking Uh, I did a spell, a ritual, and on my cell phone, I have seen the manifestation of that ritual coming up on my text messages. Yeah. So.
1: Whoa. Yeah, right? Pop magic works, everyone. (laughs) 1-800-POP-MAGIC.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Guys, the more you practice magic, the better better you'll get at it I promise you I absolutely promise you and there's so many different types of magic this book goes over a lot of different types of magic as well so Alex thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to me I love this conversation
1: thank you so much for having me and I love your show and I'm so excited to see what the future holds for you and more magic for you and your followers I mean viewers audience I'm new to the social media world
0: (laughs) oh thank you